Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, step right up. Behind this curtain lies a ghastly concoction of delight, horror, fantasy, and terror. Your every wish is our command. Your every whimsical desire brought to life. But I'm warning you, there's always fright. Welcome to the greatest And welcome, welcome back to this special edition of Talking Terror, where after last night's debacle of losing out before the movie, we are back tonight to finish our discussion of Samurai Reincarnation. This is the movie part. Uh, and Samurai Reincarnation <laughs> is brought to us by the Ghoul Beat Keith, uh, directed by Kinjay Takasuku uh, from 1981. Uh, I fucked it up already. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm joined by the man himself, the Ghoul Beat Keith. Shinji Fukasaku. But, okay. hello, everybody. How are you all today? See, you got it. For this lovely part two, the sequel. Okay, let this be Talking Terror part two for this week. And do, by part I mean do do. Part do do. How do you do do? That do do, that do do do, so do do. Yeah, I know. This, this is, I do well, do it well it. when I do the do do that I do do. <laughs> And while the dean is off buying tickets to Karate Kid the Musical, he can't join us tonight. So, but we are joined by the Mad Monkey, the Prince by Morris Day. Yes, once again, yes, Monkey with it, Monkey. And cue the Mad Monkey intro, indecipherable rant, indecipherable rant, indecipherable rant. Listen on iTunes, listen on Spotify. What is up, my horror family? Yeah. <laughs> Did you run like cocaine? <clears throat> uh, I just after after the ghoul nailed it last night. What, what, what am I supposed to fucking do? I gotta come up with a whole new thing now. <laughs> no, nobody can ever do it true monkey style. You know, I, all I can do is a fair, a fair imitation. The reality is, there is only one monkey. So just like I can make fun of the, the, the Dean's dry delivery, oh, I mean, what do you mean? Like, what, did I not like the movie or something? No, I, I thought the movie was fine, you know? Um, like, I, I, could, I could easily make little light of those things, but I could never truly capture the magic that is the Dean or that is, that is you or, or the King, you know? Yes. So please, give, give us the true intro. Go for it. We're good, man. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Let's oh, light this candle. Let, let, uh, all right, fine, 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 fine. We gave you the floor, motherfucker. All right. Okay, fine, 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 fine. All right. And, yes, this is the Mad Monkey coming to you live from the Drunken Monkey Rehabilitation Clinic, where we, the Talking Chair crew, the full horsemen of horror, will be coming in your ears for the next one hour. <laughs> we will be talking about a movie. <laughs> so, listen on live. Listen on Spotify. Listen on live. <laughs> it really doesn't fucking matter, just as long as you motherfucking listen. What's up, first family? <laughs> There it is. So we wanted. Wanted a little bit of that monkey flavor. Hi, goo. <laughs> so we wanted it, and we got all, it. So all is right yeah. in the world. 
So, yeah, we're, we're going to do probably like an hour, maybe a little more, depending on the discussion. Who knows how long it goes. Sometimes we go on fucking tirades and it lasts. Uh, so we are here, and we are glad to have you guys back to hear us talk about Samurai Reincarnation, the Ghoul Geek Keith's film pick of the week. So let's take it away. No more horror news. We did that yesterday. Ghoul, why don't you tell us about this movie, what your thoughts are, and why don't you kick it off, Kung Fu style or Samurai style, whatever the fuck you do in this movie. Well, I mean, I guess the easiest way to kick this off is is, is to start with the story that was last week's episode. So due to my reaction to the, to the movie in question and a specific scene, the king got very salty. Um, because he thought I was, I was going to go on like a, a rampage or some kind of insult to the very specific scene of the film that, that he enjoyed oh so much, which was not my intention in any way, I assure everybody. If it was, believe me, I'd be the first to be like, yeah, you know what, I was going to rip that thing a whole new <laughs> asshole. No, instead, all I was literally doing was making one joke regarding the never-ending story and the king's favorite movie. So as such, you know, he went on that and... and that, of course, I'm, I'm just never one to be chastised. It pisses me off. So I spent the rest of the episode <laughs> trying to think of what movie could I possibly find that would probably be something that the king would absolutely hate. But I wanted to say <laughs> horror. I did, not, I did not want to go horror adjacent, or at least too far horror adjacent. So my original pick, which was going to be for this week was was going to be a Serbian film, finally. But that got mm. pushed off, which is why I couldn't announce what yep. my pick was going to be last week. So okay. as, I, as I dug through my, my ideas and my thoughts, you know, it, it dawned on me. I knew exactly what movie I was going to pick to torture the king <laughs> with. And that, that my, 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 my wonderful fight, my fright fans, the, the people in the, in the universe out there that are listening, you know, was going to be none other than Hotel Transylvania. You know, what better way than to take the Universal mar- Monsters cartoon and Disneyfy them and, and just make terrible jokes along the lines of like Shrek and stuff like that with bad references wow. and, and all the things that I know, all the things that I know the king loves, loves when he sees a movie and especially an animated film. <laughs> it's, you know, I was on top of the world as I thought about that. But then Sonny Chiba died. And then I thought to myself, you know what? <laughs> as a fan of ninja and, and martial arts films of the 80s, um, and also knowing that the Dean is a fan of that as well as, as the monkey, you know, I felt like it might, be, it might be a better course of action to, to honor a person that was important in certain ways of our lives to the entertaining, you know, to the entertaining mind of the, the children that we were. And I figured I would let go of the petty, the petty rivalry and just not torture the king that way. This so, week. Instead, <laughs> this week we are covered. This week, yes, yes, indeed. Oh, oh, I shit you all not. Hotel Transylvania is going to be on the schedule at some point. You're just not going to know when it's going to happen. <laughs> It's just can't fucking no, wait. Until you hear my pick for next week. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, I can't wait. I'm I'll sure feed you it's little fan fucking fabulous. Um, I will feed you so little anyway, birds. So, so the only <laughs> horror movie that I could find Sonny Chiba being a part of was this film, Samurai Reincarnation. 
Um, so not knowing this film in any way, never seeing this film in any way, knowing absolutely nothing about this movie, that, of course, is why it's my pick. So Samurai Reincarnation, a movie in which a Japanese version of David Bowie is running around everywhere, raising ancient warriors of Japan's past to take down the Shogun because he wants revenge because they killed the Catholics. Samurai reincarnation. Time travel, people. So what did you think of it, brother? Uh, okay, so the cut that's on 2B TV is the two-hour cut, which I guess is the non-television cut of this film. There is an American <laughs> cut of this Correct. movie that runs at a nice tight 88 minutes. Um, Ooh, that's tight. And, tight butthole. And, pers- and personally, I feel like that's probably the perfect runtime for this movie. <laughs> I just don't think you can yep. fit what they tried to fit into this film in an 88-minute segment, hence why they made a two-hour movie. It was mm. a bit of a roller coaster. I mean, at times it's fun. At other times, it's funny, and other times, it's just downright fucking horrible. Um, you know, some of the performances were overly dramatic, which just led to some, some humor. And again, the version that, we wa- that I watched, you know, I can't even say we, because the ghoul girl lasted about five minutes in this movie, and she was like, yep, I'm going to go to the bedroom and uh, find something of value to watch. Uh, so, so she did that, which is probably the, the smarter way to go. And, uh, and, yeah, so, so I sat here watching it. The, the version on Tubi had, uh, it was dubbed, uh, so it was English dubbing <laughs> yes, it was. Of, the most, uh, of the most horrible, horrible type, but it kind of made it funnier in a way. Yeah. So I kind of just rolled with it and let, and let it go that way. You know what, fuck it. Normally I, normally I would do what the monkey did. Normally I would find a Japanese version of it because I hate watching the, the lips not move right, and I know that you're not getting the inflections and the proper tone when you're watching a dubbed version of something, but you know what? Again, like I said, I, I, at this point I knew the movie was bad, so I might as well just go with what I could find as good. How about you guys? What did you guys think of Samurai Reincarnation? All right. Well, you are exactly right, Ghoul. Um, after watching 15 minutes of the dub version by a really bad Jeff Goldblum impersonator for her main villain, I was like, fuck this. And I have found a Japanese version with English subtitles. You're 100% right. You know me well. <laughs> um, that being said, when you actually watch the actual movie with the actual subtitles, this movie is fucking badass as hell. You know, this movie is fucking balls-to-the-wall fucking action shit, man. I really fucking like this movie. Um, I have to admit, like many women, when they first meet the king, I was a bit surprised by the length. Uh, two hours was a bit long. Uh, I, I think this definitely could have been shaved down to a, uh, a, a neat hour and a half. But we're, we're talking, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, ninjas. We, we're talking fucking samurai. We're talking samurais going around the big, huge fucking straw hats, the Ronin Gasa, you know, which, which is the traditional hat for samurai that go around with no master. The same fucking hats that they would wear in Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, this movie had terrific fight scenes. Demons from Hell. This this movie was like a big ass live action anime, man. So I was fucking loving it. You know, this was reminding me of movies like Shinobi, Wicked City, Blade of the Immortal, uh, even the internet cartoon Ninja, and, and uh, 
you know, uh, um, of course, Seven Samurai, and then I know you fucking got heavy vibes off of this school of fucking Ninja Scroll. You know, so I was just fucking digging what this movie had to give to me. And I just had a great time watching it. Very cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I, I know, like I said, I know that 88-minute cut, it basically it eliminates the uh, a lot of the father-son stuff between Jubei and his yeah. dad, um, which unfortunately, from what I read, leaves it so that when his dad shows up later in the film as a villain, you're, like, you're kind of like, what the fuck is, <laughs> what is going on, exactly. Um, that's, that's what I heard about that. But what about you, King? How'd you feel about it? Um, I, I don't know what this movie's about. Um, I, I watched the full two-hour cut, and again, like, I, I know, you know, the way that you picked it and stuff like that, because, I mean, I was salty, you know, last week and stuff like that. I get that. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't mind revenge picks, but I just, like, it, I don't understand this movie. Like, I didn't really understand anything that was really going on. Um, like, if you asked me today what the movie's about, I would be like, I don't know. It's just a guy, and he's gathering people, and there's a fight. And then it's over. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this is no plot. To, to, to really, I mean, I'm sure there is. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm missing a lot, you know. But I just I was cracking up over the English dubbing uh, with the with uh, 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 Shiro sounding like Egon from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. You know, I just I, I couldn't get over that. And uh, I don't know. I just it's a weird one. Like it's not like I hated it. It's not like I really enjoyed. It. I just I'm so fucking confused and I was like you know what I'm glad that we're doing this because the ghoul could probably take over my role as the the scene uh giver and kind of go over some stuff and I could add my things here or there I just I don't know I'm sorry guys I I'm so lost with this movie I don't I don't know I don't I couldn't follow it I didn't understand it when it was over I was like it's over okay it's all right it's over now you know it just it seemed like a lot of scenes and then it was over I, I couldn't tell you. Wikipedia, thank God, was a great resource when I watched this movie. <laughs> it had like this, it had this amazingly detailed explanation as to what happened, and I was like, "What? what that's what happened? Wait, wait. There was he had a whipping out of birds? Like what? When was that?" I was like, "You know, I was like, oh, okay. I had to rewind it and go back." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Thank God, somebody at Wikipedia was like, I love this movie. I'm gonna make a detailed explanation." That's the only way. Oh, I'll it's do it. like it, it's an over, over-explained, detailed explanation. But yes, the, whoever did the Wikipedia did yeah. do a good job of it. Um, so, well, so, okay. So, well, uh, okay. Oh, well, well, King. One of the reasons that you came in, like, and you're so bloody confused, is you know I was comparing this to an anime. All right, and if anything, this movie is definitely an OVA to an anime because, you know, like we were talking before the actual show started, you know. D- this is not Sonny Shiba's first time playing Juve, all right? And he played it first time in another movie, and then there was a series, and then there was this movie, okay? This, so this movie was, if anything, just an end cap about the continuing stories that are going on, and that's usually what they do in anime is you have the series, you get to learn the characters that are in there, and then they give you a movie to just as a, a nice little t- topping, okay? Kind, kind of like... <clears throat> Excuse me, kind of like the movie Serenity. Okay, you know, it, it's just another long <laughs> cinematic episode, oh. and you're not supposed hmm. to go into this completely blind. You're supposed to know hey. who Jubei is and some of his world. 
No, that's so crazy. Then you can okay, so hold on, hold on. This is where you're a little bit on the on the wrong side with that monkey. See, this is what's so great about this, Jesse. Everybody's got their their different ideas and their strengths. Okay, so I love it. it's okay. not so much that you're supposed to go into it, you know, knowing who Jubei is as as Sonny Chiba is playing him. All of these characters are real history people for the yes. Japanese. These are classical Japanese warriors from the past, people that were involved in the 1500s and battles in the 1600s, you know, controversial, you know, in some regards. Um, but, you know, that's who Jubei is. So, like, you know, we, we grow up knowing who George Washington is and stuff like that. For people in Japan, right. it's sim- that's, that's the kind of similarities you got to look to for this kind of stuff. This is their history, um, you know. Yeah, they're uh, so, folklore. So Jubei is one of their greatest warriors, you know. So, yeah, a Japanese person watching this film is going to know who Jubei is going into the movie. Um, but, yes, us as, as Americans, no, we have no idea who any of these people are. So, so for us, we're going to watch this dubbing or, or subtitling to, to understand the plot. And I think, King, I think the easiest way for you to understand this is think about the plot of Mortal Kombat. And okay. the All bad right. guy, the, the bad guy at the beginning is kind of like Shao Kahn. And he's assembling all of the mm. bad guy fighters to go up against the good guy fighter with the eye patch. Okay, see, I like that. That that breaks it down so simple. Because I was having trouble because Shiro at the beginning, like he's having the most '80s heavy metal fucking concert ever with all these fucking heads <laughs> everywhere, and he's like, "Yeah, what up? We just did it, guys. All right, I'm gonna throw on a concert." Woo! And then all of a sudden the lightning strikes, and he's like, "You know what? Fuck God, I like Satan now." I'm like, "Wow, okay, turning." This is a turn for him. <laughs> All of a sudden now he has the power to raise the dead. And he's going to get the band back together. <laughs> that's what was in my notes. That is pretty good. It's actually spot on. Um, I'm glad I was a wow, one okay. to like, pick that up, too. He was on the other side of the battle, and then decided to, to go to the Christian side, right? I mean, from what I can tell. Like, he was partying yeah, with thought, the Japanese yeah. people, like the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Shogun Samurai type people. All the heads that we saw were all the heads of the decapitated and murdered Christians. Or were we in hell? Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too. Like, I think that's part it's of the problem hell. is we don't always know where we are in the film. So it's possible he was in hell at the time. And that was like, I, yeah, sure. Lightning struck, people died, but, and he started yeah. resurrecting the dead man. I went with it. <laughs> but, <laughs> because, he, because he was one of the Christians. He, was, he wasn't one yes. of the samurai who went around killing the Catholics. You know, he was one of the Christians. You know, and yeah, <clears throat> uh, again, you know, like we're talking about, you know, huge-ass, massive, you know, fields of hell, you know, decapitated heads all on spikes and crosses and shit like that. You know, I was, from the very get-go, I was like, holy shit, man, they're going hardcore straight off the bat, man. I'm digging this shit. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, we're in it. We're in it now. And then just, and then the dubbing started. And then I was like, okay, I'm kind of in love right now because there's no way this is supposed to be taken seriously. This is like serious Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. He's like, I renounce you, God, and I am with Satan. And I was like, okay. He is, he is making a choice with this fucking dummy. Call me. Hokusaku. Oh, me you know me. That's Master Pain. But now you can call me <laughs> Betty. 
But Betsy's a girl's name. Shut up. <laughs> Betsy. I like Betsy. Oh, like Damn. I was like, that yeah, guy, the rest of that movie must have seen this. And I'm like, yes, that's it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, and that's I was like, seriously, after 15 minutes of that shit, I was like, fuck this. Nope, I'm finding a real copy because I can't sit through this. No, it's like, I love the ghoul, but I can't do this, man. <laughs> I got to watch the actual version. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, again, you know, man, like I said, I, I, I rolled with it for the comedic purpose at that point. Um, oh, yeah. I, because I, I didn't know what else to do. You know, I wasn't going to start hunting around for it and all that. Uh, yeah, no, I was like, you know what? I'm good at, I'm like the king. I'm like, this is Kung Pao. And I don't think this is their intention. I don't think whoever sat down at those microphones, I think they oh, were no. like, well, I guess what? This is 1981 that it came out. So you figure the dubbing was probably mm-hmm. done like, you know, same year or the next year. You know, it really may have been one of those where they just got some of the cheapest people they could and they looked at the damn thing and were like, oh, great, another one of these Japanese fucking movies. You know, like a good old American fucking you know, remember, you're talking about the same time frame that Missing in Action was a big movie and Rambo and, and all of that stuff. So, with that being said, we might still have kind of been in a in a bit of a funk as far as, like, doing the dubbing for a film like this, which is supposed to be about their history. I would be interested in a newer will, film uh, of it. I, I, w- I will give the dubbing this is, like, not as far as inflection or definitely tone is concerned, but... You know, I would check, go and check certain parts of the movie, and yeah, the, the actual dubbing was matching the actual subtitles that were given for, for, you know, for my version of the movie. So, so they were staying accurate to the subtitles. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. I thought but, the translation, you know, again, unfortunately, you know, just like anything of this of this type, and we see it with anime when we're watching it. You know, not everything translates. Well, for, you know, for, for especially from cultures like that, you know, it's like when I would go watch the Indian films um, right. in the theaters and, you know, it's just, it's not everything carries over that way. You know, we call people dude and man and bro and stuff like that. And they call people uncle, you know, so the first like couple of movies that I went and saw and I just see uncle, 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 I'm like, all these fucking people related all the time? Like, what the hell is going on here? And then it, I realized that it, that's just the American translation of the word that they're using, which should be like, sir, or bro, or dude, you know? But no, instead it comes out as uncle. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, uncle. Yeah, uncle. <laughs> yeah, so... So I get yeah, it's like he, he's getting the band together of these people like Hook, uh, Hosa, um, uh, fuck, Hosa Kawa. Hosa Kawa. Yeah. Oh, come that's on. it. Um, it's it right there in front of you. Sound, sound it out, King. Come on, sound it out. How? <laughs> how? Are you going to the mall later? <laughs> I am not going how? to the mall later. C O U C H. I'm the smartest man alive. Oh, wrong movie. Sorry, wrong movie. That's, that's <laughs> nice. So, yeah, Hosokawa is a wife of a samurai, and she was made fun of because she didn't want to have sex, so her husband left and died. And so she's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, I'm, I just I want to live again. So Shiro's like, sure, and I'll make you hot, too. And he, she's like, oh, bonus. All right, who yeah. else are you going to uh, bring back to this thing? 
Uh, well, let's go to this fucking cave where this fucking samurai is. And he's just like, man, I neglected my family so hard because I like to fight. Well, I guess I'll just fucking die now. And Shiro's like, wait a second, what have I offered you? Fucking eternity. And he's like, dude, kill her, do it. And then that's when Jubei shows up. No. And he's like, what the fuck? He didn't. He didn't go for it until he was in actual death. He almost. He almost retained his honor. But no, unfortunately, oh, right. yeah, at attack. the time of death. He, uh, he was like, oh, shit. You know what? This is the end. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, Chosen, why dude. did you leave me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chosen One. <laughs> oh, I think this is it. I think I'm going now. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that one. But no, so that's when uh, uh, Yagu... Um, fuck it. Just, I'm just gonna call him... J- uh, J- uh, no. Jubei. 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 pronounce these fucking names. Jubi, Jubei, Jubai. You know, uh, Jubei. Uh, it's Jubei not an Indian movie. It's, it's not an Indian movie. He's not Jubai. <laughs> okay, well, Jubai, Jubai. I mean, I don't know. Uh, he he's a, a son of a samurai master who, when he was a kid, knocked his fucking eye out, and he's like, "Dude, don't tell your mom. Like, seriously, be cool, be chill." Like, I didn't, I didn't fucking mean to do it. It happened. Stop crying. I don't want to do that, Dad. He's like, I don't know. Things got crazy. Just don't tell your mom. Just say you fell. Just say you walked into a doorknob. Do not tell her I said she's going to take away my sword again. Said, okay. I guess I'll just wear this killer eye patch. That's what I took from the flashback. Like, wow, he's just really trying to tell it's going to be chill. One of Jubei's defining features as far as war goes is the fact that he has the, uh, the missing eye, and there's a couple different stories as to why that occurred. But most actual pictures of him that were, you know, obviously hand-drawn and whatnot from the time period show him as having both eyes. So it's most likely romanticized that he was missing the eye. But, but at the same uh, time, it's super fucking yeah. badass that he's going around with the hilt of the samurai sword as his fucking eye patch. Like, that was just so fucking killer. Oh, cool yeah. <laughs> Definitely a cool look. And his, his huge fucking horseman hair. It's fucking dope. He's got that thing fucking held up with just one fucking little thing. One little oh, hair tie. Oh, we've all played Samurai Showdown here, I'm sure, right? Like going back in the arcade back in the day. You know, the oh, main yeah. character. That was my jam. Samurai Showdown, the guy with the freaking spiky hair and the eye patch. That's who, <laughs> he's based off of Jubei. That's Jubei. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, the, and, and then also. I remember right. Yeah, and then also the main character from Ninja Scroll has the same hairstyle. He's a samurai, and his name is Jubei as well. Mm-hmm. No. The more you know. There's Jubei um, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, runs everywhere. In. Yeah, so Jubei, like, he, he runs in, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, like, they're out of there, out of this cave. And then they meet Inchin, who, um, he's, a, he's a monk, who, like, Ted Bundy wants to fucking choke out some bitches. But he can't because he's a monk, so he just has these dreams. And then Hosa Sakawa shows up, and she's like, "Hi, ah, you failed at all your shit. Why don't you kill yourself? And he's like, okay. And then Shiro's like, oh, cool. We got another dead soldier. All right. Bring it in, brother. Or uncle or bro or whatever you want to be called. We got a mission from God or Satan. Yeah, yeah, but dude just wants to get laid, man. You know, and that's where she was like, hey, look, you can have all the pussy you want. All you got to do is just come to the dark side, and you can have all the pussy. You can be choking bitches, fucking bitches. You can do whatever you want with the bitches, just as long as you come to the dark side. 
He said, "Ooh, shit, I can get laid." But it's, you're a ghost now, dude, so you don't work. You can only get ghost boners, and those don't work on real women. Oh, <laughs> there's always a catch. They always tell me after I kill myself that I can't use my ghost boner on real-life women. What about dead ones? They're not attracted <laughs> to you, and damn it, this is the worst hell ever. Why didn't anybody tell me? Oh, man. Like, at least I can look cool. No, you can't. Shiro's the only one that can look cool. It kind of looks like Ming from Flash Gordon if he had hair. Oh, that's where I know him from. <laughs> With um, big poopy collar and shit. <laughs> Keep yes, I am Jiro, and I look good, don't I? He cha- I look stylish in my every robe. Damn scene. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to kiss me, young man? I think you do. Let's do it for no reason. Yeah. Jiro <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I mean, that's just the, that's the attitude that he carries out the movie. I respected him for it. I was like, you know what? He can bring the dead back to life. Let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, I like kissies. He, does, he likes kissies, and he likes, you know, just, just doing what he wants. I mean, you know, he, he can bring the dead back. He pretty much has carte blanche to do whatever he wants. He brings the dead back to life. I think once you can do that, you can just do whatever you want. I think you can just, like, walk into a bank and just be like, I'll take that money now. Like, well, you know, well, I can raise the dead, so technically you got to give it to me. Oh, shit. Here's all the money we have, sir. And I respect you for it. But, uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a, a kid named uh, uh, Kikabaru, Kikamaru. Um, he, he, he's all fucking stoked. What, what happened, dude? Like, I'm, fucking, I'm a fat American. He doesn't know how to pronounce Japanese names, okay? Uh, Kikimaru? <laughs> yeah, Kir, Kirimaru. Kikimaru. Kiri Maru. Give me a ridiculous. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Give me a ridiculous. Give me a ridiculous. <laughs> but he's all fucking horny and jacked up that Juby is coming. So he's like, yeah, he's coming, guys. He's coming, dude. Uncle's coming. Oh, my God. we got to break out the fucking lanterns. We're going to light this shit up party style. Let's do it. But before they can party, the, the, there's a thug clan coming, and they, uh, they, they ambush the village with flaming arrows, which is pretty fucking metal. I'm like, all right, okay, give it to you, movie. It's pretty metal. Like you're coming in here well, with these yeah. arrows and slaughtering everybody. Because now, now we have fucking ninja clans fighting each other too. So now it gets even more awesome. Ninja clan versus ninja clan in a fucking you know village that's on fucking fire. You know, it's it's just fucking cool as shit. Kid Kidamaru going around kicking everyone's ass except for this one fucking female ninja that seems to be like the baddest motherfucking bitch out of all of them. And she beats the shit out of Kidamaru. You know, but. Sure, but watching yeah. Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, you did. And of course, that's the one that like kills him. But then Inshin comes in. And he's like, finally, I get to kill a chick. <laughs> you know, now, <laughs> he's finally getting to do that something that he be. wants to do for once. <laughs> that would be perfect, um, actually, man. Like, yes, obviously, obviously, you know, we we know the connection of Sonny Chiba to to Quentin Tarantino. Um, yeah, uh, a very big inspiration to a young Tarantino, as as we see in both, uh, you know, in the Kill Bill films, as well as True Romance. It's a uh, you know, yeah. the Legend of the Street Fighter marathon that he was going to see. It's a Sonny Chiba marathon. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Tarantino should remake this movie. He should do it in a Tarantino style. That would be a lot of fun. 
You'd have to rework it a bit, take it out of Japan, but work it in, you know, in, in an American flavor. I would love to see that. Hell and all. Would be pretty cool. Probably make more sense. They did it that way. I don't know, but uh, so ah. yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Yes, monkey. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. I was just clear my throat, man. Uh, I was just oh, I rolling, just rolling the thought point. of what the ghoul like, had just said, and it's like, okay, so now, now we have like a once upon a time in, in America kind of thing. <laughs> once upon a time in Japan. Oh. Uh huh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Brad Pitt <laughs> was play. You know what, uh, Jubei. And then you get Matt Damon to play Inshin. Well, he would name him like Cherry or something. You know what I mean? It would be yeah. like Jubei. Yep. They, they would have to be Americans, you know? Cherry. What's up, Cherry? Yo, my man Cherry is coming to town. Yeah, <laughs> like this, and, you know? see, and, and there's your Samuel What's Jackson up, Samuel character. That's right, yo. He could be Afro Samurai in this fucking movie. Cherry? Get right. <laughs> What's up, Jeff Ray, you motherfucker? Walking around here like that samurai ass you are. Come on, man. And then all of a sudden, you know, Shiro comes in and it's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, hey, you guys, I'm raising the dead because I've renounced God. So, you know, check out my flamethrower. Like, whoa. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>, flamethrower. <laughs> you know, this movie just got awesome. I have no idea what's going on, but I didn't know what was going on in the other movie either, so it makes sense. <laughs> Why did you devolve Leonardo DiCaprio back to his, like, 13-year-old self from, from growing pains? <laughs> I had to, because that's what came to mind. I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about Luke from growing pains, and that's, uh, at least that's he what he's going to be with the fucking weird hair. <laughs> at least he didn't go know, full guys, retard with what's eating Gilbert Grape. How'd you be? How'd you be? Wow. Okay, we no, 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 don't do that. Oh, sorry. Went too far. Went too far in some you, you never go full retard. <laughs> you don't. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. taught us in Tropic Thunder. We don't do that. But um, uh, so yeah, this is again where the movie gets kind of complicated for me again because now we have Hokusa, um Yeah, Hokusaku. Um, nope, that's not. Hokusaku. Anyway. Uh, she she poses as this really hot chick with rocking tits, and she seduces this one guy who's got like really perfect hair that looks not real at all. But I don't. Um, he's a shogun, I guess. And um, yeah, he's the sh- yes, he's the shogun. He, he's the shogunate. Okay, <laughs> what, what's the shogunate? Shogunate. Yeah, like he, he is. Yeah, I know. Sugar. I know about the sugar. Sugar. Sugar night, baby. Yeah, booty tight. Sugar night. No. <laughs> yeah. He, yes, he's the shogun. Okay. So, okay. So, so to give the, the king the definition, the shogun is kind of like how we look at our senators. Um, but like picture it where as in they're full on like military leaders instead of just being, you know, dorky fucking politicians that only want to fuck, you know, little children and, and other shit that are, are our wonderful fucking lawmakers like to do in this country. Um, so like, so in, in Japan, everybody was under the emperor and the shoguns all had their own territory and the shogun was the head of that territory. So oh. that, that's what your, your so, yeah. shogun is, and this is that yeah. guy of that territory. Yeah. 
So and yeah, and then like the shit. Google was saying, the area is called the Shogunite. So the the area oh. that the Shogun run, runs is the Shogunite, and it's named after whoever is the Shogun of that that time. But yeah, so hmm. like the Google was saying, Emperor and then shoguns take care of all the little areas that, and then military is then dispersed under the shogun. Okay? Oh. Oh, sure. All right. I'm in it. Okay. Back in it. All right. I, I, I'm with you guys. Right. So we we get introduced to uh, Tajima, who is the father of Jubei, who we talked about earlier, stabbed his son's eye out, and then he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm old now, so I'm hanging out with the Shugnites. And um, when this attack happens, <laughs> and um, he's got a sword by uh, Miramasu, um, and he kills Inchin with it, and he's, like, totally, like, fucking kills him. Uh, but then Shiro uh, just kind of gets in the way and then uh, kills him. So Chijima's like, you know what? I, I don't want to go with you guys, but I fucking hate my son, like, so goddamn much. Like, Jubei is just <laughs> so much. So I am totally with you guys. Like, let's do it. But instead, like, you think that the old man's going to have this, like, really soft voice. He looks like Alan Arkin. And, but then he talks like fucking Wilford Brimley. He's like, well, you know what? I guess I'll have to go with you guys because uh, I got the diabetes <laughs> and my son sucks so bad. So my diabetes. My, <laughs> but I, I got I to gotta bring needles for my diabetes. <laughs> my diabetes. Leave it to me to go hang out with some sugar knights, and that's how I got my diabetes. So let's go on our wacky undead adventure. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much what I got from it. And then there's a lot of food being covered I, in my honestly, fucking Honestly, when uh, I first saw it, like I said to you guys in the chat with the picture, I, I thought it was fucking yeah. Joe Biden. Man. Joe Biden. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He, his, he looked like Alan turn. Orkin. Like, I was just like, eh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> when you said Alan Orkin, actually, that, that too definitely, uh, definitely rings true. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I don't know if it's just the translation or if it's just the script. His turn really doesn't make much sense. You know, what you're supposed no, to no, gather no. from it is that he is tempted and that it's, uh, it's, it's Shoto, whatever his name is, is actually making him want to fight his son. Otherwise, like, you know, cause otherwise his son, is, he's always felt honored by his children. He loves his children, um, except for that one son that he takes down, uh, that Inshin takes down, and that's only because that kid's, you know, shameful and a shitty fighter. Um, <laughs> kind of like the guy with the milk dud nipples in Kung Pao, you know. Uh, we trained him wrong. It's a joke. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so that's they don't they don't do a real good job of uh, of showing us that. I felt like in the movie anyway. I feel like the the movie kind of just left that to like, hey, all of a sudden he wants to fight his son. That must be a Japanese thing. Well, yeah, it's just it, like you said, it was a really bad transformation because again, all of a sudden. You know, he's talking about how he's, you know, feels complete with his life. He, he can rest at peace, and then he's like, you know, because I know I'm the best swordsman that there ever was. And he's like, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe my son's better. Fuck, I gotta be the best swordsman there is. All right, move me back so I can kick my son's ass. <laughs> so I can be the best swordsman of all time. You know, it, it's a very conceited fucking thing when you know he's talking about all of the achievements that he's done, and then he just throws it all away because they're like, yeah, I would just want to be. You know, know, know that I'm the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, so that happens, and it's kind of like, okay, we get there. But then, again, this movie is just like, hey, are you confused yet? Yes? Okay, well, I'm going to confuse you even more now, okay? And I'm like, all right, cool. I guess we're in it. Like, we're, we're going for it. <laughs> so then 
Um, <laughs> Shiro, Shiro curses like the crops, and he's just like, ha 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 ha. You guys have shitty fucking crops, and they're like, wow, that that sucks. So now we're gonna have to pay like a lot of taxes and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Kamaru is just like hanging out in the woods, and he meets a girl whose parents died. And he's like, oh, that blows. Here's a flower. And then she's like, hey, I'll play a flute for you and sing. And he's like, oh, cool. The like, skin right. flute. Like, you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, let's cut back to Jubei, who's on a mountain now. And he's like, oh, man, Miramasu, that's cool. You build swords. You built a sword for my dad. That's kind of fucked up. Build one for me. And he's like, okay, I will. No, he refuses because the sword that he built, because the sword that, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> Miramasa built for his dad almost killed him. You know, so he's like, no, I'm not going to build you a fucking sword. He's like, oh, dude, that sucks. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's sorry, not that you're not getting a fucking sword. <laughs> he was banished from his, like, whatever job that he had because he was evil. And he put all of his evil mm. into the swords. And that was, that was the idea. Like, There's magic, obviously, going on in this, this movie, in case it is. Didn't know you know, was evil? Um, I, I know. Oh. Yes, yes, no. he was. And that's why he was able oh, to make the sword that could kill huh. the demons because he put all of his evil into that sword. Oh, so that's Some what confused that me because there was just a lot of talk about demons at one shit, point. Man. Yeah, there was a lot of talk <laughs> about demons at one point, and I kind of faded out for a minute. So I, just, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, all right, well, so he's, got, he's not going to make the sword, but then he's like, you know what, I will because like, I'm going to make the most evil fucking metal blade ever. And he's like, yeah, it might kill me, but dude, you deserve this. And Jubei is like, right on. And then they have a montage where he's just clanging and banging. Metal! You know, making that sword. <laughs> you know? Montage! Um, but, yeah, but then all of a sudden the villagers are approached by, like, the Shogun people. And they're like, yeah, so anyway, we're going on a honey party. So, like, you know, give us money. And they're like, oh, that sucks. And they're like, well, what are you going to do about it? And they just kind of shrug and walk away. Because, you know, this guy wants Again, to go to the honey party. All of this stuff is being done by sh- uh, the, the spirit. That's, that's the whole thing. The Shogun is blinded. It's all, again, it all comes down to magic. And Shiro is making all of this stuff happen. But we're not really getting told or, or shown any of this. You know, it's just the way they cut this and the way it's edited. It makes it look like, yeah, all of a sudden we're here in this scene and there's a hunting thing going on. Like the girl who is Kamaru uh, or whatever. That girl, her dad is the guy that gets killed at the gate when they're telling them that they don't want to pay the taxes and everything. That's her father that's killed. So literally that same day, you know, obviously, um, yeah, this time that's supposed to be passing, but again, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, Cause it, it kind of happens that way and it's, it's fine cause it, it's a scene and it happens to set up stuff that happens later. Um, but then that's where uh, Kiramaru goes into the woods and then he sees this chick and he's like, I'm totally going to fucking bang her. Because Shiro kissed me and said I could do it, so I'm going to do it. And then he, he's like, oh, man, get ready for the sex. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, she's singing that song that I know of, uh, so no more sex for me, and I just want to die. So Jubei's like, no, you're a swordsman. You can't die. And he goes, well, then I won't. So then he doesn't, and then they uh, continue working on the sword. So I just won't. <laughs> Pretty much how I saw it. He wants to die, and Jubei's like, no, but uh, later, if you want to die still, I- I'll do it. It's cool. And then he's like, oh, okay. He's like, so I'll, I'll fight with you, uh, Jubei. 
uh, once you get this sword going, uh, you know, we, we have a, we have an accord. We're going to fight and, um, it's happening. Third act. We're getting there. Um, so this is actually where the magic I, I, actually I, came in I, handy. I am, love, I am loving your complete unenthusiasm over this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Me, I'm like, I, I'm all like enjoying everything that's going on. And you're like, yeah. And yeah, this was a thing that happened. And I guess it's kind it's of important because it, it kind of leads to something it, else later. Kind of, sort it of. It's, it's <laughs> story building. <laughs> Because then we get What's back this? to um, <laughs> we get back to the the showdown, and this is where this is where we actually get to see like more of the magic because um, uh, uh, Hokusako, um, the woman, um, she uses her magic to Osakawa. convince uh, <laughs> uh and the the elder uh, Tajima that the villagers are actually like fucking animals and shit like that, and they're like ah they're animals kill them, and then they just start killing peasants and people. And then all of a sudden they just decided to crucify everybody. And I was like, okay, it looks like an album cover for an 80s band back in the same time. So, okay, I'm with Oh, it. my God. <laughs> <laughs> this scene, though, is like it was like literally, you know, like seven crucifixes on a hilltop that were, you know, lit by spotlights underneath. It just looked like an Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne cover. Or... Or on top of that, because they sit there and put them on top of these hills, all of a sudden I thought like we were in Monty Python, you know, and they're getting ready to start singing over there, all the crucifixes. Bring up Black Sabbath! Uh, no, they're not going to be around for another couple hundred years. Like, we appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, these whole crucified people on a hill, and then uh, these people that are angry about it are shaking the fence, and then they just start clanging and banging some stones together. And then I was like, all right, I can get in, and this is like a fucking good, you know, beat. Give me a beat, and then just start fucking knocking the rocks together. Because that's going to stop this fucking crucifixion from happening. Just uh, clocking some rocks together. It reminded me of Karate Kid Part 2, when everybody started playing drums, and all of a sudden, Daniel sounds like, I got the power. And then he kicks fucking, you know, chose his ass. But there was no fight on this hill. They just made the body glow. We seriously need to look into getting a copy of this for the Dean. <laughs> Send him a copy of the soundtrack <laughs> on final. <laughs> oh, part two. But, so, oh, the, okay. dean, the Dean knows Peter Satara quite well. Not willing to say. <laughs> so meanwhile, but, you uh, know, yeah, Mer- but then, we, then yeah. we have chicks ripping off their shirts and going, you know, they died for us. You know, and, and that's what it takes to get the crowd worked up. Like is any concert you've ever been to, dude. Pulpit. You always get that one <laughs> drunk girl who's like, play Freebird! And fucking takes off her top, and there's their tits. And they're like, they're not playing Freebird. She's like, I don't care, woo! My kids are home now with the babysitter. <laughs> you know, but fuck, I want to meet the band, I want to suck their dicks. Like, you know, and then she's jumping over that fence with her tits all out, and it's like, oh, wait, she was possessed by Shiro. Because Shiro is the one that kind of caused it. And then he lights up the body so that they glow. And I was like, dude, you're making even more of an effort to make this a concert. Now you're making the dead body <laughs> the fucking concert glow. Like, stop making it so much fun for everybody. Because <laughs> now they're climbing the fence. Yeah. security can't hold them back anymore. It's like Woodstock 99 right now. Like, this fire's breaking out. This is crying in the corner. Like, shit's going down. Now, ICP's but, jumping around but, Sago. But, but then Shiro comes up, and he's got the governor's head on a pike. And, you know, no, yeah. and, and he's like, just rolls up with it. He's like, what up, everybody? And I was like, wow, okay. Somebody's <laughs> strong with that fucking head. And then he's like, and hey, let's go read the capital. 
<laughs> let's go take Edo. And they're like, fuck yeah! And they pick up the pole and they sit there and just start following Shiro to, to the capital. Come on, everybody! We're going Edo! Woo! Party! <laughs> All night! You know, and then they they go to Edo to overthrow the, the Shogun. So, and then in the meantime, Jubei, uh, he's got his sword made by Miramasu, who like nearly dies after cutting up a, a, a shelf. And then he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, guy, if you encounter God, God's going to be cut. And then he dies. And I'm like, that's fucking metal. That's which is his, his line, which is his line in Kill Bill as well. So mm-hmm. that was a yep. real cool thing to see. Um, I oh, really? Know, you know, like I knew the, I knew is, the yeah. line in yep. Kill Bill. I didn't know that this is where it came from, which was fantastic. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I actually I was looking that up, and I was like, oh, no shit. That's what he says in Kill Bill, because I didn't remember that in Kill Bill. I remember making the sword, mm-hmm. and then he died afterwards, but not that. But um, um, So, yeah, I'm trying to – because this is where it gets kind of confusing again. I get, going through my notes. Um, so – yeah, Kiramaro <laughs> is on the good side now, so he's trying to escape with his chick that he's totally going to get banged with afterwards at the Motel 8 because this concert is rocking and it's not stopping anytime soon. But Shiro's like, yo, what up, man? Like, you're supposed to be evil and shit. Like, what, what's up? Like, we kissed. That didn't mean anything to you? Now all of a sudden you want to, now all of a sudden you just, you want to be straight? You can't do that. Like, we had a moment. He's like, no, totally made I'm out. sorry. What the, what the like, fuck? Dude, I, 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 like, oh, you know what? You know what, Cheryl? What part we're just of Rant and Pillage did you not understand? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Rape and Pillage. <laughs> like, you know, that's what we're going to do. You must rape and kill her. <laughs> so, Don't touch my Shiro and Kiyomaru, <laughs> uh, they fight, and Shiro has some, like, really cool Raiden Mortal Kombat lightning effect shots. And then um, he has, like, a bullwhip made out of hair that uh, he keeps whipping at uh, Kiramatsu. I mean, I would be more annoyed than anything else to be getting smacked with this disgusting, sweaty strand of hair that he keeps whipping around. It's but magic hell him. hair! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but, but that, that whip is made from the hairs of the Christians that died in the massacre. Mm. It's a revenge whip! See, that, that, <laughs> and see the shogun, the shogun and the emperor. All my fellow Christian people have been killed. See, the funny thing is, is here hey. we finally have a movie that's actually <laughs> posing the the Christian revenge scene as like the bad guys, which is which is kind of fascinating from our culture standpoint, you know. So, uh, I found that to, to, to be interesting. But yes, he's uh, yes. all my friends. This is their hair. <laughs> Choke so on it. Choke like, on it. Check out my revenge whip, y'all. Check out this. Revenge whip I, made out of the hair. I took this from know. my cat. Collected <laughs> yeah. from my kitties. Shut up, Mr. Jim Jim. You know that you liked it. No. Shut up. You told me I could That's take right, your hair. You cats. So. Juke again. Juke again for me. I need my hair whip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I hate that fucking no, uh, noise. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I was just imagining it, it quickly flashing back to Shiro's apartment, and he has a whole apartment full of <laughs> shaved cats. Because he's got... <laughs> oh, no. It's regurgitated cat hair. I would not use my cat's soft fur. That would be fun. That's a <laughs> oh, that's tickler. That would actually be comforting. <laughs> 
That would be comforting yeah, to use against you. I'd be used the rough saving hand. that for Kirumaru. And the handle is made <laughs> out of the buttholes of all those Christians I killed. Wow, it really is made out of all the buttholes. Oh, <laughs> shit. <is> clever. <laughs> yeah, he took a long time to make this. But anyway, uh, Kirumaru is dead, so uh, Jubei is trying to prepare Miramasu's body for a funeral pyre. And then the girl shows up, and she's like, oh, my God, same pyre? Uh, isn't this fucking unfortunate? I signed it out for Friday. Is it Friday? I thought it was Saturday. Oh, we're a couple of crazy kids trying to burn bodies right now. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, you want to go first? or uh, Okay, well, you go first. Then I'll throw my body on. And then we can go get beers. Huh? Beers? Then beers? Then Luke Skywalker oh. shows up with Darth, Darth Vader, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Chances are. You have a body, too. <laughs> and what a fine body it is. Um, so then uh, Musashi shows up and challenges Jubei to meet him on the, the island, uh, a beachfront at sunrise for a duel. I don't know why this, got, this part got me cracking just because he's just like, oh, that's right. Duel at sunrise, the beach, bring your sword. By the way of the sword. <laughs> Are we really going to see a battle at dawn? This movie's so long. Like, <laughs> why is this movie still going? But okay. So, Dude, are you kidding me, though, man? This is what I wanted to see. I was, you yeah. know, like, when this like, came up, I was like, all right, finally, we're going to get into some, like, actual samurai battling, some, some real good sword play. And, uh, you know, the, the, the fight was... It could have been better. I wish he used the sword instead of his like large stick and his blade instead. But I know that's that's the weapon that he was known for using and all that. But, but I don't know. Okay, I would have okay, but, but yeah, but this thing, this scene was fucking badass as fuck, man. They're doing the side by side running. You know, they're fucking running <laughs> anime style. You know, through the fucking waves and shit like that. But also, it's also the the thing is with samurai fights. Okay, yes, we're watching a movie. But the other thing about samurai fights is, you know, you, you only need the one hit. It's not clang, 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 clang all the time. <laughs> What's the trolley? Like it is. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> What's the oh. oh, sorry, wrong movie. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I just fucking dug this man when they were actually fucking running side by side and shit like that. Just again, you know, I was like, holy shit, it's a fucking Naruto run. They're actually fucking doing it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They could have shaved a little bit of time off of the film had they not decided to show us the the girl walking down the beach for like you know I don't know like an additional ten <laughs> seconds or so. Like that really like. They could have just been like, oh, look, there she is. And, oh, look, now she's right there next to them. That makes sense. But instead we had to see the long walk. mind playing the flute. Also just rocking well, out the flute during this entire fight. I wanted more crazy fucking kazoo that we got in the last fight between Shiro and, and Hirozatsu. Because <laughs> oh, there was a, Every time there there was a guy with a kazoo, and he what? was going what? fucking crazy. Woo! Woo! There's some guy in the background with a kazoo just having a great time. He's like, I made it onto the set of Samurai Reincarnation. That's my kazoo here in the background. Oh, hey, Gary. That's right. It was a lot of fun. Aren't you glad we took that vacation, Sharon? Oh, so great. You got to play a kazoo on the of a movie. <laughs> yeah. I've got this. You know, but no, I've got this guy for the movie, man. He's the best kazoo player in town. <laughs> 
Yes. Guys, you are not going to believe his skill. Gary, show him some. Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo. Man, we need that for the final battle sequence. Oh, dude, we got Gary for the kazoo? (laughs) The Gary? No fucking way, dude. Oh, they man. don't call him Captain Kazoo oh. for nothing, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> Next yeah, on the Suicide Squad, guy. Captain Kazoo. <laughs> yeah. I love my kazoo. Woo-hoo! You know, but no. Um, instead, it's Aku playing the flute until Jubei finally gets the upper hand and fucking smashes Musashi in the fucking head with his sword, cutting that goddamn face in half, and impaling him through the heart. So, yeah, Musashi's just going to go drift out to sea now. He's done and out of the way. No more yep. Musashi to do with. And meanwhile, <laughs> the fucking Capitol Hill riots happening, and they are fucking really upset right now because obviously their guy didn't win the election, so they're going to storm the Shogun Capitol. Show them what's up. <laughs> you're not, Make you're not far again. off from what they were what they were going for. You know, that's, mm. that's the truth, yeah. man. They, they were mad about the taxes. They didn't want to be charged for shit. And, uh, and yeah, instead they, uh, they, they were revved up by a demon. To go and uh, yeah, I would think that in this case, uh, yes, the one that didn't win would be Shiro. You know, so yeah, we we could draw <laughs> parallels to, to to today's society right in within this movie. Yeah, there is. Uh, and then, uh, Tajima, who is still in this castle and and dying, eventually, you know, uh, knows that uh, Jubei is going to be coming. Um, he's approached by the people, and all of a sudden he freaks out, and you have the one guy go, "Oh my God, what's going on?" <laughs> his delivery of when Tajima starts stabbing people, he's like, "What is going on?" Like, it's just I, I just love the dubbing in this movie. It was just so awkward the way that he said it, and all of a sudden Tajima's going around the castle stabbing people. He's killing me. He's taking people out. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for that. Oh my god, he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing um, me! He's killing me! <laughs> Okay, have, uh, in, in the regular with... version, this is bad as fuck because he's just going around winning everyone's ass. <laughs> so no, it's, it's just, yeah. It's not visually badass. It's just the fact that you have a dub guy going, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> you know, in that exact type of tone. Just like earlier in the film when they saw a ghost, the one guy goes, oh no, holy ghost, and then runs away. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> that type of dubbing, it's fucking great. But, uh, so all, well, this I swear, sir, down, I saw to... a demon take that child <laughs> and killed it. That's it. That's, the fucking thing. That's it. That's why I love this movie from that aspect. The dubbing is great. You have to watch it with the dubbing to have a great time. You know, because you're not going to know what's going on, uh, but you're going to have a good time with the dubbing. Uh, so while all this is going on, uh, Hokusawa, as uh, her, her possessed person self, uh, all the so freaking out, kicked out. <laughs> what do we like, We're wrapping it up. I, you know I'm not going to get it. If I didn't get it earlier, I'm not going to get it now. <laughs> we're getting over this. Um, so anyway, she starts calling out for her husband in her sleep, and the guy that she's with, the Shogun with the perfect hair, he's like, hey, what the fuck? What are, you, what are you saying that guy's name for? Who is he? And she's like, don't worry about it, babe. And then all of a sudden she freaks out more, and then she jumps up and then uh, kicks the lamp over, and then there's a gigantic fire. And everybody's going, oh, no, not a fire, too. Could this day possibly get any worse? He was two days away from retirement. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Um, you, know, you would think from, from just the words that she used that the, uh, the Shogun would be smarter about all this, you know, considering that at one point in the film she was telling him that she specifically wanted him to be so jealous, so jealous that yeah, he would be yep. willing to, to, you know, like 
to fight and kill and then all of this and that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I guess he just wasn't listening. Typical guy, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, don't listen. But uh, Hosokawa and Kojima, now we're like back there to back go. fighting. You, you did it! You did it! Just because they're on this fucking, you know, buddy rampage, and you hear everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> like, you know, as they're fighting this fucking castle, I was fucking digging it. I was like, just Carl Douglas fucking thrusting in the background as they're just killing all these people, and the flames are just bringing this place down. And then she manages to grab the, the Shogun, and he's like, dude, I don't want to be with you anymore. I think we should see other people. And she's like, no, no, you got to come with me. And he's like, please, can we just not? You can't break up with this? me. Yeah, I, I kind of think I hear my friends calling, and I have to go. The lights are on outside. It means I have to go home. So, no, you got to come with me. And then they, they both fall into the fire to their deaths and, and uh, never to be seen again as the castle collapses. And that's when Tajima's like, hey, you guys, my son, I fucking hate you so goddamn much. It's time to die, motherfucker. And he's like, hey, that's not cool. You, got, you, you really sucked at his dad. You poked my eye out. He's like, I told you it was an accident. You know, you had to go run to your mom and say, oh, yeah, I poked my eye out. You're a little pussy. And I'm going to show you how much of a pussy you are because I'm not dead. And I'm going to kill you now. And then they do but it. This, you know, this, this scene was so fucking badass, man. You got Jubei standing in this fucking set that's like on fucking fire and shit like that. Shit falling all over the place. You know, and just that scene of just Jubei, you know, with the fucking hat, you know, standing there with the fucking sword just in the distance, you know, and all you just see is the silhouette against the flames. It was just a cool, cool fucking shot. I, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I, didn't even notice. I thought that was just his hair. I was like, he just has a big hair. So I just that's what I, I didn't know he had a little hat on. That's okay. He had a little hat on, and he, he drew on himself too. Like somebody gave him a fucking marker, and he just drew over himself. And I was like, oh. Somebody went to Denny's and had a good fucking lunch. The scene was cool. The setup, the design. All of that. Like, I'm with you there, Monkey, completely. Like, I really was. Like, at this point, I was actually excited. One, because I knew the movie was coming to a close. Two, you know, this, this is what the movie's been building up to. It's been building up to, to this fight. Well, not really this fight. For me, the movie was building up to the fight against Shiro. Um, you know, and that's where I think that the movie would have benefited from them corrupting his father at the beginning of the movie. Um, this way, it would have been almost like a, you know, like a Skywalker-esque redemption story in which, you know, he's got to end up battling his dad at the end of the film, and, and that's how he can at least reclaim the honor for his family and everything. But the, the way that this right. is put together, it kind of comes off kind of like it's like a secondary story to it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it, is, it doesn't yeah. feel as penultimate as it should. I would agree. Like, I don't. I didn't really understand why it was in the movie. That's why I said. That's why I was so confused watching this movie, because it felt like there was three different things going on at the same time. It wasn't a, a, a linear story. It was like it had all these things going on, and then just trying to follow along. Like, cause it it would have been good if it was just Shiro's story about bringing these people back to life, and then fucking you know being a satanic uh, person and destroying everybody in his path. And instead, you had uh, Jubei. And then his father, you know, being a dick and them having a fight. It was a cool fight. Um, and Jubei gets the upper hand, obviously, and, and wins, even though he breaks the sword. Uh, but he does kill his dad, uh, which means that Shiro has to come in and be like, mm-hmm, Jubei, I saw what you did. Mm-hmm. Would you like to join me? 
Nah, I'm cool. I don't know. Nah, I mean, fuck you. I'm kind of cool here. <laughs> it's going to take me a while to get this fucking marker off me. It was permanent. I didn't realize it. I got to figure this out. I, um, You know, uh, can we just fight? And Shiro's <laughs> like, hmm, which granted. And then they fight, and uh, Jubei cuts Shiro's head off. doesn't really work because it just flies back into Jubei's hand, uh, to, uh, Shiro's hands. And he's like, as long as people are evil, I'll always be back. Yeah. And then uh, that's it. It's just it's the same ending as Freddy vs. Jason, you know. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, and then it's just it, it's uh, the the shadow of Jubei, and then uh, the credits for the fire, which is cool. Um, but no, it just it just means that they, uh, there's going to be a, a samurai reincarnation part two. But uh, I did we? I don't think there ever was one. I tried to look it up. I was like, maybe you know, there's a, a series. But uh, I didn't yeah. see another. Uh, I didn't see another one. I guess this is there, it. There was a there was a movie series. Then there was several reincarnation. Then another series. Then another movie. Then another series. And then two more movies that were straight to DVD. So this is like the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth of Japan, where they're just going to keep cranking them out because they're making money. <laughs> Well, well again, like, like the ghoul said, man, it's like, you know, this, this is, you know, considered, you know, a, a national hero. So, yes, I mean, she, she kept doing these, man, for the longest time. I mean, this is historical fiction. I mean, you know, even if we look back at, yeah. like I said, you know, games like Samurai Showdown, Onimusha, like all of, a, a lot yeah. of the video games that we played, a lot of the fighting games... You know, those characters were all drawn from, you know, these historical characters who have been obviously, you know, just like some of ours, they've been romanticized, um, which, is, which is great. It makes for, for a lot of fun tales of mystery and magic and mayhem and, and all these uh, dramatic battles between, you know, wizards and warriors and stuff, you know. We're more used to the Arthurian style because of our you know, our, our country's founders, you know, from, from, from the Europe yeah. side of things. But, you know, like, how cool would it be to have some of this shit in our history as well, man? It's pretty fucking neat if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, and the ghoul is right, man, because this movie was based on, histor- you, know, you know, historical fiction. Because, again, the Christian rebellion was a real thing. You know, uh, massacre was a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 shogun of that time was the actual shogun. Yes, Ido did catch on fire three times actually. You know, all, you know, all during revolutions. You know, these things did happen historically. Just whether or not they all happened at the exact same time, you know, it's kind of like when we watch Wild West movies and they throw everyone together at the same fucking time, even though you know they were all like fifty years apart and shit like that. You know, but still, you know when. Like the goal was to yeah, so thankfully, fiction, but on the Japanese history, unfortunately, some of these people do draw like there, there's almost like the story of Jesus. There's years where they fall off the face of this planet for a while, only to like reemerge in another area. Which, unfortunately, being that we're talking about a time in history where you know we couldn't, we weren't the most reliable of narrators. It could have been somebody else entirely using the name. It could be, you know, somebody using uh, the, the idea of those people in, in a means to, to affect somebody. You know, oh, hey, I heard Jubay's in town. You know, the local bad guy's going to get the fuck out of here type of deal. You know, nobody, nobody really knows for sure. Um, 
which is fun. It kind of it leads to, to more of the uh, the fun for it, you know. Uh, for me, anyway, mm-hmm. I enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. I go down yeah, like, I agree with it, man. Holes. You know what I mean? Like, like Bonnie hates it, man. She hates it because she'll find me at like 1 o'clock in the morning, one thirty in the morning. Like, especially like after we do like one of these kind of movies, I'll be sitting there like through Wikipedia and researching this, finding paperwork from that. And, like, oh, okay, this is that guy and this is this guy and all this. Like, I have so much information like stored up in my brain that I can never recall or use, which sucks. But it's there. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing yeah, the exact same thing, cross-referencing all of these folk, folk tales, you know, for, from Japan. And again, yes, anytime you've got a story involving, you know, a badass Ronin samurai, I'm instantly in. You know, fuck it, throw me in. You know, like I said at the beginning of the movie, Seven Samurai, fuck yes. <laughs> I'm fucking there. <laughs> she yeah, typically just, rolls over, just, looks at me, and she's like, are you jerking off again? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm reading about no. samurai. And she's like, oh, well, what, just, why don't you just jerk off instead like and go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> Probably be easier, but no. Um, but after I watch this movie, to close it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after, after I watch this movie to close it out with uh, Samurai uh, Reincarnation, I do like kung fu movies from the 70s, but more of like the exploitation like the Bruce exploitation movies, uh, you know, like Five Fingers of Death or The Chinese Connection or uh, Black Belt Jones, you know, stuff like that. Those are the kung fu movies I like. Enter the Dragon is another like one I really like. So I, I like those types. Those are I like those types. Chinese films. Yeah. So this is a totally different that's country. kind of like my speed. Well, I just <laughs> I realize that's kind of like my speed. I put uh, Street Fighter, Sonny Chiba. I love Street Fighter. That Street Fighter series, I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of that series. I know Monkey... You're not particularly a big fan of it, but I am. I just I like that exploitation kung fu fighting stuff. I don't. I'm not really a big fan of samurais, you know, and, and feudal Japan. I just it, it, it confuses me, and just uh, I don't know. But it's not a place. I know like you guys are huge fans. I know other people that are huge fans of it. I'm just not uh, not into it too much. But I do like kung fu exploitation, especially from the early '70s. That uh, Quentin Tarantino takes a lot from. You can see why, especially when you watch this movie. But <clears throat> all right, so let's close it out. Uh, we made it through this episode. No, no uh, glitches or hitches, so that's good. Uh, so next week, Woo-hoo! the dean is not going to be. The dean's not going to be joining us, unfortunately. He, he's got something to do. Uh, he was doing so well, but now you know things start happening, so he's got to take some time. Uh, so next week he won't be joining us. So the pick goes to me. So I'm just going to keep it short, simple, and in the horror genre because Candyman is coming out as of tomorrow. I'm seeing it on Saturday. So we covered Candyman the first one long time ago on the show. It's in the archives. You can check it out. I wanted to do Candyman Part 2, which is Farewell to the Flesh from 1995 and directed by the guy that did Twilight, Bill Condon. So we're going to be covering that next week. I have a link for you guys for free on Pluto to watch it. So we're going to be covering the second Candyman, which I think is far superior to Candyman 3, Day of the Dead. That one we probably will never cover unless I'm drunk one night and decide we're going to do it. Stay tuned, and as we say, Candyman five times into the mirror next week. I kind of wish we were covering Twilight. (laughs) No, farewell to the flesh it is. Yeah, we're going to say farewell to our flesh, and we're going to say hello to Candyman next week uh, from 95. So, yeah, part two. uh, Like I said, I'll send you the link in just a little bit so you guys can watch for free, uh, completely on Pluto TV. We are not sponsored by them, but they are hosting that movie, so. So by next week, I will be able to not only give you uh, my thoughts on Candyman, uh, the new one coming on a Friday, but also what I thought about Candyman for one of the flesh. So. All right. So, Monkey, thank you so much for joining us on this movie part of Samurai Reincarnation. We'll see you back here next week for Candyman. 
All right. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of Talking Terror. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well done. Well played. All right. Uh, Gould, do you have anything you want to part with as we close out tonight? Tonight, I will say goodbye to you all and leave you with this parting words. Stay scared. Stay scared. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Okay. And as for me, I'm your old pal, the King of Heart, Andy G, saying thank you so much for listening to this episode and listening to me stumble and fumble my way through uh, San Marav Reincarnation, where next week we'll be going into Candyman Land once again with part two, Farewell to the Flesh. So I will close out by saying Candyman, 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 Candyman. Looks like I'm going to be okay, folks. Oh, what's that hook? Oh, no. All right. So I'm going to go run. See you guys next week. Close it out with, as always, hail yourselves, hail odorous, hail Satan. Get America strong. Watch our movies. Be our victim. Fukasawa.